Hello, my friend, and welcome to Something for Everybody, the podcast to help those who listen feel more loved and connected through story sharing. My name is Aaron Mashpitz, and Dmitry Leonov joins the podcast this week. And Dmitry is an entrepreneur, an investor, and he is the CEO of Tau Patch, which is a revolutionary patch that combines technology, wellness, and spirituality. And in this conversation, we speak about those exact things, how technology and wellness are intersected and connected and what the future of technology and wellness really looks like. But in other news, this podcast is brought to you by Amare. Amare is the mental wellness company and I use their products every single day. So go ahead and click the link in the show notes, scroll through all of their products and see which ones might work best for you and your wellness needs. Then once you get to checkout, use code everybody for $10 off your entire order. Now on to episode 227 of Something for Everybody with Dmitry Leonov. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Something for Everybody. My name is Aaron Mashbitz. Dimitri, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. My very first question and most important question is, how are you doing? Like, really, actually, how are you doing? Really well, really well. I can't complain. <laughs> Why really well? What's going on that's so good? You know, just a, a bunch of things. The you know business is going well. Um, feel great there's um yeah just kind of uh, everything all around is it's quite good <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome um because when i was uh looking up some of your stuff one of the things that popped out to me was um professional mistake maker and uh i thought that was very interesting so before we get into like what's currently going on in your life um what's that mean what's professional mistake maker mean you know, just uh, I think it's a relative, not not really a new concept. I don't think I invented it, but if you don't make mistakes, you don't learn, and you don't, you know, you don't, you're not really moving. Every what's the expression? Oh, not the expression. What's what's the um, WD forty? Right? You know, you know what the forty stands for? Mm -mm. Uh, it's the fortieth version that he made. The, the uh... one, the one that actually worked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a powerful concept, right? Because if you're not, if you're not willing to at least try, then nothing's ever going to get created, right? You have to at least, you know, I'm a, I'm a sports guy and we're going to talk about, you know, some of the, the sports guys that you are now using the thing that you uh, are a part of, but like, you can't win the game if you're not even in the fucking arena, you know what I mean? If you're not even in the, in, in the game, uh, yeah. suiting up. So like, being able to fall down and pick yourself back up is one of the cornerstones of, of anything. And I imagine it's the same for, for being an investor like yourself. Yeah. You know, honestly, it's um, just from, from experience, having a, uh, having made a lot of mistakes, it's like, it's, it's a, it's a skill to not, to not get, get upset or, or, you know, sad or, or depressed about some of the mistakes that are, quite obvious in retrospect um but uh just to kind of take it take it all with a grain of salt and understand that that's part of the process uh, it took me a while to learn that part it's uh yeah it's, it's there's a, a lot of a lot of humbling experiences that 
do lead to more knowledge and, and making smarter decisions moving forward. Yeah. Is there a, is there a favorite, a favorite failure of yours? <laughs> Let me think about that for a second. Um, probably, yeah, it was not taking the position of head of Southern California for Uber at when, when they were just starting. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's, it, let me rephrase that. I believe that everything happens for the better. Okay. And so sometimes, well, actually all, all the time, if you reframe negative experiences or mistakes as a you know, positive or, or something that will lead to a, a more positive outcome later, um, that's just really the only way to to live life, in my opinion. Otherwise, you're kind of putting yourself, if you make a, a mistake and then you frame it to, to yourself as not a mistake, then you're right away on the trajectory of it not being a mistake and coming up with a better outcome. But if you keep kind of harping on the fact that this was a mistake, then you go back on the other uh, trajectory, which is leads to that actually being a mistake. Yeah, you, you can sort of take two paths, like the victim or the creator, right? Yeah. If uh if I, I don't see it that way, then I'm a victim. It's it's why me, you know, why has this always happened to me? Um instead I can take the creator path, like, okay, this did happen, this is the truth. I did make this mistake, or this business venture did fail, or I did lose this game, or whatever the case may be. Um, I can learn from it and I can be the creator of my own destiny by taking responsibility moving forward. And those two uh usually produce two very different outcomes not that you you know can control the outcome per se but you have definitely have influence over which direction it goes and you know taking that creator approach i think breeds a very different uh outcome for sure and uh breeds less resentment less bitterness you know towards that decision you made uh and i think i think that's a good path to be on agreed perfect well said yeah yeah thank you <laughs> um <laughs> When did you uh, um, make the decision that you wanted to be an entrepreneur or, or be an investor? Um, 2010. Um, I, I, uh, so I started my career in investment banking and worked there for a couple of years. Then I went to work for a company called Overture in LA, which uh, was in the process of getting acquired by Yahoo uh, back when it was cool. Um, <laughs> And uh, spent eight, like eight years, seven, eight years working there. And then uh, got bitten by the startup bug and, you know, left and started my first startup, then started the second startup, and then, um, you know, got involved with investing. Um, so, yeah, it's been almost a decade and a half at this point. What, uh, what attracted you to the startup industry? Um, yeah, I think the fun, um, yeah, the, the fun of it is just being, a, a cogwheel in a big machine is cool, but it, you know, a, you don't control that much. B, the outcome is not, it's not as interesting. And I guess I, I realized later, I, I tend to be very, uh, risk tolerant compared to most other people. So 
for me, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of a natural state to, to, to take more risks. Mm. To go all in, you say, huh? That's, that's yeah. easier for you. Yeah. Yeah. More, more fun at least. Right. <laughs> more fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It makes me think about going on a roller coaster and that's something I, I absolutely do not like to do at all. Really? Oh, wow. No, oh. no. My my fiance wants to go to all these theme parks and everything. And I was very fortunate when I was younger that my, my parents took me to all of them. And so maybe I just got like enough of it. <laughs> so now uh, as an adult, I don't really want to go. Um, like we even so, went skiing a couple weeks ago. And like that was like, mm, uh, that doesn't. Okay, I'll sit and drink some coffee. You go skiing. Maybe that's not risk per se, but I don't know. Just made me think of that. Is, is it is it fear or is it just kind of boredom? I think it is like I just don't see the point. Like I, I could be yeah. spending my time doing something else that's more productive. Like okay. I don't know, sitting in the lodge, drinking coffee, or not waiting in line for a hundred minutes to ride a two minute. You know, <laughs> I don't know, right? But I yeah. guess some people see the thrill and the, the adrenaline's going and like all that. I get that. That's awesome. But for me, uh. I can get my adrenaline going if I do Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And then after that, you can, I'll just, you know, whatever. So it's interesting. But yeah, I don't know why <laughs> your risk tolerance for investing made me think of going on a roller coaster. But that's where we went. So. Great enough. Yes. Um, and then when did, um, when did this idea of being interested in, in the combination of technology and, and human thriving come together for you? Well, so I... I had been working in the online space for, you know, for a, a long time, you know, from the corporate world to startups and kind of realized that in the tech world, online tech, you know, gaming, and then, you know, crypto to some extent, you just have the smartest people who are spending just an, an insane amount of time and focus and brain power to create some something. And a lot of times that something is simply making more money, right? Just monetization. Um, at, at least that's what, like, that's what we were doing at, uh, at Yahoo. Um, yes, we're great content and different products, but vast, and what I was focused on is monetizing that traffic. Um, you know, I feel even more extremely about this with regards to gaming. I have a lot of friends in the gaming industry and I just, it doesn't really resonate with me that somebody would put so much effort into making a game that I personally think is just a waste of time. That's not, you know, yes, it's fun, but it doesn't really make anyone's life better. Mm. And so I kind of, I became really interested in, well, what, what are the problems that really need to get solved? And for me, we just what resonated was this um, the idea of inner, uh, both physical well-being, but also inner well-being, so emotional, mental health, and how how do we just how do we make people's lives better holistically and uh, deeply? So not just you know, remember, did you, did you ever watch um, Silicon Valley, the TV, the TV show? show? Yeah, yeah. Remember how they, they talk about, oh, we make we make the world a better place through like XYZ, like through some, something very relevant. So everybody everybody tries to make the world a better place, but I think there, there are some ways of making the world a better place that are truly meaningful. And, you know, with, with um, our, our, our product, 
that, that we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about, um, seeing what the difference it can make in people's lives who are who have you know very severe disorders that can't walk or can't really live a normal life, and then they put this thing on and they start walking, start talking, and just the quality of their life improves so drastically. It's just it's a really uh, empowering experience for us. Yeah. So that's where you think technology plays a role. I'm sort of hesitant on the idea of technology um, in regards to mental and emotional health um, for very much personal reasons. Uh, you know, my sister in 2018 um, died by suicide. And so then that sort of took me on a journey of trying to figure out everything I possibly could about emotional health, mental health, and how we can, as a society and a culture, become more proactive with it. And then you learn about the medication industry and what that's doing. And I know there's positives to it. My sister took medication for a long time, and I think it really saved her life. But she had, or extended her life, excuse me. She had very severe, severe mental health conditions. There's lower end mental health, and I think we have to frame what actually mental health is. Like mental health is how you think, feel, and act. Me and you have that right now, where we ha we're mentally trying to flex our muscles to have this conversation in real time. That's mental health. Now, there's different things for schizophrenia and all of that stuff. Yes, that technology and medication can be there for that. But I think as a society, we have to get this, this foundational layer first of trying to be able to emotionally regulate ourselves in day-to-day, moment-to-moment, using the tools we have at our disposal, our breath, our self-talk, journaling, communication, all of that stuff. And we really haven't got there yet because we always want this sort of like, quick fix thing that could just happen in the moment. Um, and I'm talking about just every day. Again, more severe stuff deserves much more severe treatment. Um, and so when I think about technology, it, it's awesome because very smart people are creating it. Like human beings are making this stuff and that's insane to think about. But at the same time, we haven't made a fundamental belief that we can do some of these things ourselves to take responsibility for our mental health. And then if things aren't getting better, uh, if things aren't controlled by just the stuff I can do every day, like Tim Ferriss talks about this all the time, all these modalities that he's used because he's tried everything. And now technology or psychedelics might be a place for that. But we have to exhaust all these other resources before we start adding all this other stuff. And that, I'm just getting on my soapbox uh, here. Um, but that's what I think about that. Okay, that's a, that's a really really good point. Um, so I think we're, if I if I were to paraphrase, you're saying that like we we have our own internal resources that we should kind of use first before, or maybe even exhaust first before utilizing any external tools. Right. I I think so. Yeah. I think if we're if we can first eat move, sleep, and think, if we haven't exhausted all of those things, like if we're not sleeping well, if we're not eating well, if we're not moving well, if we're not thinking well, and we don't have a list of tools that we can go to every day for all of those things, and we've done those over an extended period of time, and we still feel like shit, like we still feel like we're in the depths of hell, or we still feel depressed, or we can't get out of bed, or all of these things are happening, even though we've hit all of these foundational pillars, then, okay, now how can I get some extra support? How can I talk to a psychiatrist or a psychologist or go to this or try this medication or this patch or this deal or this deal? And then maybe it all comes together. Or maybe I need a psychedelic treatment to rewire my brain or whatever the case may be is. But if we're just going to those things as a first resort and expecting it to all be better immediately, 
and then we have no base layer of how to make ourselves feel better when those tools run out or when that medication runs out or whatever the case may be, um, then I think that's where we get into trouble. And we are in trouble. We see with our young people right now, they're not sure how to deal with the phone being in their face all the time. And it's not their fault. That's how they grew up. So we have to adapt to that rather than saying, get off your phone, right? There's got to be multiple things that we can do here rather than just demonizing the child. We have to structure society in a better way or give them more tools or think about this in a different way. Uh, so it's just something I think about, you know, quite often, especially on this podcast. That, I mean, I, I, I definitely understand what you're saying. Um, and I think for, for most people in kind of general cases, absolutely. That's, I, I agree with you. And the reason I, I believe in technology as a, as a tool to, to kind of, to help put ourselves into some kind of a balance is because, you know, if we lived, we evolved in a very different world than we live in now, right? Um, we evolved with, you know, walking you know, for thousands of years, right? Like being outside, moving our body to, to some just to walk, um, eating food that was, that probably had less chemicals, right? Um, air that had way less chemicals, drinking clean water, uh, with the exception of, you know, uh, pathogens and, uh, you know, and black plague and things like that. But the, just simply, I think the act of living our life now, especially if you live in the city, um, we are not in a normal quote unquote environment where, you know, we're bombarded with electromagnetic frequencies. We're bombarded with stress. We are, um, you know, sleeping is hard you know, with all the screens with, with all of this, right? We're sitting inside. We're not really outside as much as we as we should. We're sitting instead of walking or, and moving our body. Um, and so it's, I feel like we're constantly fighting against this external environment that's trying to make us sick, you know? And so, yes, it, we, we do have all these resources, but it's hard. And, and for some people, it's harder than for others. Mm -hmm. And so having a having tools is helpful. I, I'm not saying, and what we what we say with our product, it's not a silver bullet. Please don't just use the product and then, you know, eat crappy food and don't exercise. Right? It, it's it, everything has to be holistic. Um, so absolutely, you should still do all those other things. But just for this little extra kicker, um, there there are solutions out there that are, that are really really helpful, and they you know I I personally believe, especially in the contrast with medicine or uh, pharmaceuticals or, or chemical medicine, um, what, what excites me is tools that work with your body to help your body balance itself and, and put mm -hmm. it and you know, heal itself, as opposed to doing some kind of an external stimulus that's doing all the work for you. Um, and so this is what, what, what excites me about our product, for example, is we are, all we're doing is we're re reminding your body what the balanced state is so that it can easier reach that state. And then it, your body is more than capable of healing itself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, I, I didn't want to make it sound like I was, you know, demonizing all uh, technology products um, because there's some that I, I definitely believe in and I've read a ton about yours and I think um, it's very cool uh, what it's happening and what it's doing for people as, as you're going to tell us. Um, you know, the, the quote that always pops up to me is, uh, 
I forget who it's by, but um, it's no measure of health to be well adjusted to a profoundly sick society. So I think that's really powerful because uh, if you're just doing the same thing that everyone else is doing, it doesn't mean that you're healthy because majority of our society is unhealthy. And so if we yeah. can use the tools at our disposal, like your product, like all of these internal resources, like community and all of these things, then we're sort of looked at as like a weird person because we're trying to take care of ourselves, which is not normal in our, in our society. And so um, I think it's really cool that uh, technology is moving in the direction of trying to take care of each other in ways that can enhance us as human beings. So with that said, um, please, we get, let's get to the main event. Tell us about, our, tell us about your product. Um, sure, happy to. I'm, I'm super happy to talk about everything. I talk about the product all the time, so I'm very happy to, uh, <laughs> to, to have a broader conversation. Um, well, so yeah, so our, our product is, uh, it's called Towel Patch, and it's this little, little thing that looks like a plastic coin, really doesn't look like much, uh, but it's a nano device. So it's a, inside of this, there's a nano material that uh, that has a couple of very unique qualities. So first of all, it can capture your heat or your infrared energy, and it sort of acts like a prism in a way that it uh, it splits the the wavelength of infrared energy that it's capturing and kind of turns it into a broader spectrum of light, all the way from infrared to ultraviolet. So, so it acts kind of like a prism in the sense that it kind of splits this light and makes it broader and it reflects it back into your body like a mirror. So basically we place it on specific and we combine it with acupuncture in a, in a sense that we place it on specific acupoints. And depending on which point you place it on, uh, it has a different effect. Um, also, and actually how it originally started, it was designed to treat injuries. So you play, if you place it on any point where you have pain or an injury, it makes the pain go away and it makes the injury recover faster. And we have a crazy amount of those stories. Uh, and what's really cool is it's not, you know, there's no chemicals that are being released. It's, it's literally just very faint light that is emitted uh, into your nervous system. And it's um, remind that the, the the wavelength of the photons that are being emitted is uh, very similar to the, the wavelength of the photons that our nervous system uses. So our nerves use not only uh, electrons or electricity to communicate with each other, but also light. And so this light is, is kind of a, is a similar, similar color of light. And it essentially reminds and helps our nervous system put itself back into balance. And you know, why is this important is kind of what we were talking about before. Um, our nervous system for most people is completely messed up uh, for some more than others, right? So we have most of our, up until recently, most of our customers have had a neurological disorder like uh, multiple sclerosis, MS, or Parkinson's or fibromyalgia or chronic pain of some kind. And for them, you know, eating, exercising, you know, doing all those things doesn't work right at all. And so they're used to taking hardcore medication and, and just their life is really, really difficult. And if you go on our website, uh, talpatch.co, um, you'll see the videos before and after videos we have of our customers. And most of them are taken on the same day. 
uh, and literally within minutes of uh, sticking two of these patches, one on your uh, sternum, one on your neck, people start walking noticeably better, like straight, I would say, as where, whereas before they couldn't put one foot in front of the other. Um, and then the, the second group of people that we have been um, grateful to help is athletes. So we have we have a lot of professional athletes who are using it, and for them, you know, an extra um, second right of, of running one second faster makes a difference between winning or losing. And so they are looking for every you know, every opportunity they can, and this is just a really really wonderful solution. Yeah, well, I mean, what I like about it is one, you mentioned acupuncture, which is like an ancient healing modality that's been around for so long, that's been proven to work, right? And so the combination of something that's ancient, which is basically means that it's been proven the test of time with something that's new, and you combine those two things together, I think is is quite cool. Uh, that's really what I was trying to get at in my whole you know rant about five minutes ago, is that if we can use things that we've always done and do them really, really well, be brilliant at the basics, like all athletes say, and then add these different things on that have been created recently to help human flourishing and then have that combination, I think is, is really quite cool. And the cool thing about getting athletes to endorse your product, especially like the ones that you have, um, like the best fucking tennis player of all time, maybe top three, I don't know, we'll see, uh, top one. Um, <laughs> is that they're doing all of these things. Like I like to tell people that you should treat yourself like an elite athlete, which means you're eating while you're moving while you're sleeping while you're thinking well, they're doing all of these things to try and gain that little edge when he's played a, a six hour tennis match, and he still needs to move laterally around the court and hit the serve 105, not 105, 125 miles an hour. And if he's going to say that this product helps me perform better, then you know, like, that's, <laughs> that's like golden stamp, sign it cool. You know, because athletes try to get every advantage they can. Some take steroids, which are very effective, but not legal. <laughs> so uh, if you can find something that's, you know, legally and very healthily going to give you an advantage while not like downstream effects going to ruin your life when you stop taking it, um, that's awesome. That's like a money guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree with you. Um, well, and you know, the... The, the thing about this, the holistic approach, what, what really excites me about uh, our product and lots of other products like it is, um, we, again, we're not an external, yes, it's an external thing that you're, it's not in your body, it's not in you, but what it's doing is it's literally acts like a mirror. So it's taking your own energy, reflecting it back to you. And in the process, it helps it, kind of retunes your nervous system in a way that then helps your body function the way it's supposed to normally. Um, and this, I think, is the, 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 you know, the, the common thing between all um, holistic modalities is that compared with, okay, so allopathic medicine, the Western medicine, um, treats each body part, each organ, each system as kind of a separate separate thing. And that's why our doctors are specialists in one area. Um, that's why our medicine, a lot of our medicines have the word anti in front of them, like anti-inflammatory, antifungal, antibacterial. Um, well, it's kind of like we're fighting with our body. 
we're, we're fighting with the with the external environment in some way. And by, by contrast, holistic medicine like Chinese medicine or acupuncture uh, or really any other ancient uh, modality, what they're doing is they're treating the entire body, the entire emotional body, you know, mental mental body as one thing. Right? So if you go to a Chinese doctor, they will ask you 100 questions uh, about everything that's related or not related to the problem you're having in order to create the, 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 the holistic picture of you. And then the treatment, all it's really doing is helping you get back into balance because when you're in balance, your, uh, your, again, your body is very, very capable of rebalancing and rehealing whatever problem it has. Yeah, I mean, for a long time, we've always treated mind, mind and body separate. When really, you know, they're interconnected, you know, bi-directional. If I am about to go to the gym after this, I mostly go to the gym. I like working out, but it helps my mental state, right? So it's mostly for my mindset and my mental clarity. Obviously, there's tons of physical benefits, but it's bi-directional. The thing I do for my brain is going to help my body. The thing I do for my body is going to help my brain. Um, and so that's sort of where the uh, holistic wellness, I think, is really you know, crushing it, trying to interconnect all of these things so we can be, we can be in flow, we can be in, in harmony with our body and with nature, which I think is really important too um, for our overall wellness is, is, is having that connection with nature, knowing that there's beauty there and we share this sort of, um, you know, connection uh, so we can get, be in harmony. And so I think the combination of, you know, Eastern and Western modalities together can be a really powerful tool. Yeah, I mean, kind of what you were saying earlier, I'm very grateful for Western medicine uh, in cases where it's needed, right? Where yeah. If you need a surgery, great. Uh, but it's important to kind of to be cautious and realize that sometimes we don't need surgery. And and this is actually how we got first involved with uh, Novak Djokovic, the, the number one tennis player. Uh, he had a really bad uh, uh, knee injury. And putting towel patch on his knee helped him recover where nothing else would help. Um, so, so yeah, it's a it's a it's a really powerful thing. Yeah, sometimes <clears throat> though, for the for the regular individual who trusts doctors, because we do, it's very hard to make that distinction on whether I should or shouldn't get cut open. Is this my best option? Should I get a second opinion? Do I have time to get a second opinion? I'm in a ton of pain. Like, I don't know if I can, like, all these things happen. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. It is very important for people to do their own research so they are getting the best possible thing um, for whatever they might be dealing with. And so that's important, yeah. Yeah, and it's um, it's important not to, to do your best to not get to the point where you need that kind of intervention, right? Right, right. Um, how how is the the patch helping people with such severe uh, Parkinson's or MS? Like, what's what's going on there? Yeah. Well, so basically, what what's happening is um, when the light from the from the patch enters into your nervous system, uh, it it affects it's kind of like a like a layer of the onion. It affects different things. Um, there is a detox effect. There is um, you know, there's all sorts of uh, 
the energy or brain brainwaves speed up and so on. But the first system that it affects is your proprioception, which is uh, kind of the movement orientation of your body, right? Um, so, so for example, if um, if you extend your arm like this and then close your eyes and then move your arm here, the reason you know where your arm is is because of your proprioceptive system, right? So your your balance of movement is the first thing that's affected. And in our lab, we have um, an equipment called a piece of equipment called stabilometer, which is another way is uh, another name for it is force plates. Uh, basically, you if you stand on this plate, it measures your balance and how your your balance is shifting over time. And when we put the patches on everyone, in every single case, we can see a statistically significant improvement in your balance. So mm -hmm. you're instead of this, you're you're much more like this. So this lets you use much less energy to kind of keep adjust these micro adjustments that your body needs to make. And so you become physically much more balanced. Um, your range of motion increases um, as well. And so this is, again, this is happening with everybody who puts them on. But for people whose nervous system is destabilized, especially their proprioception is destabilized. Also, there's connection between the neurons, um, such as MS, such as Parkinson's uh, and other neurological disorders. Um, for them, it's a really drastic difference. So they go from being, you know, at a really, really low level, they make a huge jump that is really, really noticeable. So they, they start, start walking straight. Their, again, their range of motion improves. Their, um, you know, we had, and this isn't, this isn't exactly proprioception, but we had cases where uh, somebody couldn't, a, a Parkinson's patient couldn't talk. And then after six months of wear, just wearing the patch, they started talking. Hmm. Um, so it's a really, really, really profound thing. And we kind of discovered it completely by accident. Uh, again, like I said, it was initially designed to treat muscle contractures and injuries and pain. And one, one of the doctors that was working with this put it on a, his patient who had a mess and the person like literally stood up from the wheelchair within minutes and, and started walking. It's, it was really crazy. Yeah. See, when, when I hear those stories, then I, um, I think, wow, technology is amazing, right? Because it's like the most type of severe thing that no other thing is going to help, but we've created this idea that could help people live a better life where they can yeah. move around and they can walk and they can see their families and they can talk and they can communicate and they can remember and all of these things. I mean, that's where technology is like, um, incredible you know just like you mentioned a surgeon like being able to make this like perfect incision in someone's acl and repairing it completely so they can go back to doing whatever they were doing like that type of stuff is 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 super important and obviously part of the the our flourishing society um but like i mentioned earlier getting that base layer down is i think is super important as well just for general population and, and general things of that nature uh but yeah that's that's really cool to hear those stories and how people are just getting their life back. That's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. And it's, to, to your point, you know, what, what excites me about uh, th this industry and, and wellness, it's, it's that, right? We, we could be spending our time building a video game or something like this. And, and it's just, it's night and day, you know? Yeah. One, 
you know, helps people unlock the best version of themselves in greatest service of the world. And the other gives you like a little bit of satisfaction for like an hour or two playing a video game. Yeah. You know, yeah. not to say there's not room for both, but uh, let's much lean towards the side of uh, of creating products that, that make the world a better place or that encourage people to physically, emotionally, spiritually, you know, take care of themselves on a day-to-day basis. So uh, cheers to that, man. Cheers to the work you guys are doing and then the, and the people that you're helping on a day-to-day basis. Thank you. Uh, have um have a lot of people doctors uh adopted your patch or how's that been getting it out into the world? Yeah, I mean we we have um we've been doing this now for uh, seven eight years. Oh yeah, uh, for the first few and by the way the product comes from uh, Italy uh, and uh, it was invented by a uh, very very brilliant engineer named uh, Fabio Fontana. Um, years ago and for the first few years the only way for you to use it would be to work with one of the doctors one of the practitioners uh, that's been working with it and they've all been in uh, italy and and some some parts of europe uh, and then when um covid happened um, we real well you couldn't see a doctor right first of all and we realized that basically we can kind of streamline the whole process um productize the directions, make it easier to use and kind of simplify things and ship it directly to your door. And so we've been um, since basically since COVID um, shipping it globally. And uh, for the first couple of years, a lot of our patients had you know, MS, Parkinson's and, and those kind of disorders. And then, um, well, actually this summer, um, Novak Djokovic was caught wearing it at uh, Roland Garros. <laughs> caught wearing it like, <laughs> like he was doing something wrong. <laughs> That's funny. But it was it was like we were you know watching the game and he takes his shirt off and there is our patch on, on his neck. Oh, you didn't know? He just like bought one and this started wearing no, it. No, no, it, it was we knew. So we've been working with him for for a couple with his coach for a couple of years. Oh, okay, so okay, knew, okay. But, but still, it's it's like a nice. It's awesome a nice to see. Well, and then the, the best part was at the press conference, somebody asked him, what is this thing you're wearing? And he said, well, yeah. So he said, first of all, uh, I always wanted to be Iron Man. And so this is my me being Iron Man. Um, but, but seriously, and I'm quoting now, uh, but seriously, I have this team that brings me these nanotechnology devices. And without them, I wouldn't be sitting here today. And they're the biggest secret of my career. Wow. So that was that was a really really good day, and so since then we've had um, a lot of um, we also, we always had a lot of professional athletes, but now we have a lot of amateur athletes, especially older athletes who are who are you know, like Novak, <laughs> frankly. Um, well, and then a really cool thing happened uh, last weekend at uh, Golden Globes. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., who won the Best Actor. Uh, was kind of was going like this with his golden globe and uh again the camera caught that he's wearing our patch on his wrist and this is a point for kind of for mental um, emotional well-being for better sleep for kind of that inner wellness that we're talking about so um so now we're we're getting into the non-athletes you know, regular people market as well which is great that's incredible congratulations on that for sure thank you 
<laughs> so uh, what's next? What's next for you um, business-wise? Anything else coming up for you? Anything exciting? Yeah, lo lots of things. Um, we So we're about to launch a new product, which I don't want to talk about yet, but I would, maybe would love to come back and, uh, and, and talk on your show once it's live. Sure. Um, um, that's uh, combining some other, it's all in this, in the field of, uh, I call it frequency medicine. Uh, and by the way, so there's a quote from Albert Einstein who said that the medicine of the future will be the medicine of frequencies. So very exciting to be kind of in the. What, what does that, what does that mean? What does that entail? Frequency medicine? Um, so I'll, I'll tell you what it means for me. I'm, I'm not okay. sure what Albert meant, but um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> me neither. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, from the standpoint of uh, both like esoteric uh, disciplines as well as just basic quantum physics, uh, we are particles and waves, right? So we're waves until we're observed, and then it becomes a particle and becomes a solid thing. And so essentially everything is energy, everything is vibrating. And if you think about how, how to affect this like vibrating energy thing, yes, we can take uh, pharmaceuticals, we can take chemicals, we can do different, different sorts of things. But if we are indeed at the most primary level energy, um, which is waves, right? then the best way, the most primal way of affecting this is also through waves. So light, sound, vibration, electromagnetic, all those are waves that we can use to affect our ourselves, which are also ultimately waves. Okay. So that's what you mean. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, for ahead. me, it's super exciting because it's... Um, yeah, it, it just it seems like the most direct direct way. It, it, it counter, as counterintuitive as it seems, you know, putting this little thing that emits very faint light into your body, it, it's one of our biggest problems with with customers is it's hard to believe that something like this will have an effect like that. You know, people think it's a it's a placebo, which we we have seventeen published studies, and some of them are placebo controlled, so we know it's not placebo. Mm. But uh, it's just, it's still that our brain has a hard time. First of all, our brain has a hard time believing that we are uh, energy and waves, right? Because we're, we're so solid. Right. But uh, from, if you think about it a little bit deeper, it makes a ton of sense. Yeah, it does. After you put it like that, to think about frequency and medicine and energy and the transfer of energy and living in harmony and how all that meshes together. Um, yeah, that's really cool. So, thank you for your uh, thank you for your time today, Dimitri. I appreciate everything you're putting out to the world, and uh, yeah, cheers to uh, creating a little more harmony here in the wellness space. Thanks, man. Thanks again for uh, for having me on the show. Absolutely, anytime. Thank you for tuning in to that episode with Dimitri. What idea stood out to you the most? What idea resonated with you most deeply that you could implement into your life today? And if you enjoyed that episode, please share it with a friend because the podcast grows from people like you sharing it with people like you. 
And don't forget to leave us a rating or review on Spotify, Apple, or even on Good Pods. But the absolute best way to support this podcast is by becoming a supporter via Patreon. Patreon directly supports me, this podcast, and my mental health nonprofit called You Are Loved. So click the link in the show notes, scroll through our tiers, and find which one works best for you and your financial needs. But thank you in advance. I appreciate your support. But most importantly, most importantly, above all else, please, please take good care of yourselves and others. And I'll see you next time. Lots of love. Cheers.